0: Hi, I'm Leanne. I'm a lightworker and a mother to three special girls. I strive to continue learning, growing, and to collect new skills. I'm a psychic medium, Reiki master teacher, and a Kashuk record reader and energy healer. I am so excited to share what I've learned, and what I'm going to learn, and the ups and downs of life. Thank you for joining me on my journey. Welcome to Life of a Lightworker podcast. Hello, welcome to this week's episode. This is part two from last week's episode of The Shift in Consciousness. But first, as always, I'm going to start with a card poll. I was drawn to Rebecca Campbell's The Starseed Oracle for this episode. I'm going to shuffle them. And my intention, as always, is what do you, the people listening, need to hear about? What do you need to know about right now as you're listening? (sighs) Okay. I have cracked open. Rock bottom, surrender to the alchemy of life. Okay, from the book, don't let the weight and density of the world squash your tender spirit. Instead, let it call even more of it home into your body, at the center front of your life. It's through the extreme pressure of life's trials that diamonds are cultivated. It's when things are at their darkest that we cultivate proper faith and our light is ignited. It's through the crumbling that we can allow our wounds to be alchemized. Let your pain, sorrow, and losses make you, not break you. Let life alchemize your tragedies into gold. Be open to being cracked open, wide open. It's the difficult times that help us grow in leaps and bounds and in ways we could only dream were possible. But first, we have to crack us open. Sometimes it hurts like hell. It's nature's way. Whether you let it happen or not, it's going to happen. So surrender to the process and how, it's how the light gets in. When your heart cracks open, a space is created for your soul to more fully enter. When your soul cracks open, a space is created for the grace of the Holy Spirit to enter. Let your trials, your sorrows, your pains, your losses transform you into more and more of yourself. Stay open to the possibility that your tragedies, your losses, your sorrows, and your hurt happened for you, not to you. Bless the thing that broke you down and cracked you open because the world needs you open. Surrender to the alchemy of life. And the star seed inquiry is. How can you let life crack you open? And I feel like there's another card. There's been multiple cards quite often lately. Okay. Oh, two popped out. Let me see if it's just one or it's the two. Okay. Okay. The card is Seas of Mintaka. M-I-N-T-A-K-A. Seeing Potential bringing unconsciousness to light. And from the book, Mintaka is thought to have been a water-based planet containing the most crystal-clear waters you could ever imagine, so clear that you could see for miles and miles underwater. The Seas of Mintaka card represents this crystalline clarity of potential and possibility, about the ability and choice to see the potential in all people and situations. This could be one of your natural traits, or it could be a sign that you're currently doing has great potential. What you're currently doing has great potential. Mentalkins are thought to have been a galactic race who saw the light in everything and everyone. You may have received this card as confirmation that a situation or project has extreme potential and will reach fruition. If it appears in a... Sp- no, we don't need that part. It's not a spread. Uh, According to Carl Jung, Yang, uh, that which we do not bring into conscientious, conscientiousness appears in our life as fate. When water appears in dreams and art, it often represents the unconscious mind. Pulling this card means also means that you may be called to bring the light, bring to light any unconscious patterns to which you're unaware, to look at them and see them clearly and consciously, so they don't appear in your life as fate. What unconscious patterns or behaviors are ready to be brought to the light of day? And the Starseed Soul Inquiry is, how can you see the potential of a situation you're facing? What unconscious patterns are you being called to bring to light? I feel like these cards pretty much say the same thing. What is being called to be brought forward, to be looked at, to crack us open, to help us heal? This is about like shadow work. This is about the the hard things, the sticky things, the things that you don't want to work on or deal with, things that you've pushed down and pushed away. Those things are being brought to the surface so that we can feel them, we can experience them, and we can integrate them, process them so that they don't affect us anymore because it's weighing us down. It's holding us Holding us down to where we don't want to be. Our soul doesn't want us to be there. And I feel like this is very, very um, representative of the energy happening this last month. I don't know if you, any of you follow the Schumann resonance. But it has been a lot busier than typical. And it is very strong. I can feel it where some days just feel so heavy and draining and other days I feel like I have so much energy and it's just up and down and it's churning it's churning all this energy within us so that it's bringing all the stuff that we have hidden in the bottom up to the surface so that we can process it Uh, allowing ourselves to be cracked open so that we can process this allow it to be free and not weigh us down anymore, and it doesn't mean a lot of people there's two kind of camps when some people think about high vibration, and I kind of say it in quotations because there's a lot of like i don't know like some stigma or there's some like stickiness involved with that word, and some people using it like a scapegoat, a lot of spiritual bypassing where it's like if it doesn't feel good, you need to Try not to feel it and focus on the good. Focus on the good, ignore the bad. That is stuffing it down. That's holding it down. That's not what your soul wants. That is using that's that's not the way to let us free. That's not the way to raise your vibration. It actually holds you down into a lower vibration when you do that. Momentarily you feel better, but long term, it does not. It makes it worse. So, when you feel it, experiencing it sitting in it and not judging it that's the biggest thing not judging it so that you can you can work through it understand where it came from and that's accept it you don't need to fight it you don't need to embrace it necessarily but to understand it and that is a lot of the processing and then we can move on more easily it's not going to hold us down it'll just it becomes a part of you and is a, is a healthy part of you it's not a part that you need to block off we want access to all of you we don't want to block off parts of you that limits your capability that limits your energy so we are opening the floodgates so all of our energy can be accessed because all of our energy is going to be needed coming up real soon uh, the next few years that's why all this energy stuff is happening with human resonance and solar flares and all this stuff it's to help our energy churn and move because it's this is the natural process um because in order for the earth To, I'm going to say quotation, split up into the hot 5 and 3D, we need to have, there needs to be enough realities to fit in the 5D where we could split. If those realities that are more geared towards the 5D are turned or as, or the people in those realities are stuffing everything down are going to more anger and fear and denial using all those unauthentic to your soul emotions feelings um towards other people and i'm not saying that you can experience those things and those don't have to be low vibrational but how you react to those things is low vibrational so if you're scared and you get stuck in that fear and you perpetually loop and loop and loop and that affects your life instead of experiencing it and recognizing it and then knowing in your heart that it doesn't need to control you so there's two different ways of experiencing it i'm talking about the way of letting it control you letting it overpower you your will your desire your love so when we allow that fear To overtake us, it lowers all of our vibration. It limits our capacity, it limits our energy, and it pulls us closer to the 3D because we have less energy to give to the 5D, to um, experience the 5D. That's better. So the 3D becomes more heavily weighted. And that's what a lot of the energies that want us to stay more 3D because they are more 3D. They benefit from us being 3D. Want so they're bringing in that fear. So focusing on acceptance, being authentic to yourself, your love will help bring you closer to the energy of the five D and bring the world, the people around you. Because like energy, like it ripples out. It's contagious. It's laughter. It's a sneeze. It's contagious. It moves over to the people around you. So, the more that you are authentic to yourself, other people will follow suit without you even really trying. So, it spreads. So, that's why I feel like it's important to accept these pushes, these opportunities to more easily access our hidden selves, our shadow work. A couple years ago, it was harder to access this information this parts of ourselves even a year ago it was more difficult to access your shadow self you had to really work at digging it up and pulling it up yourself and now it's being pulled up for you a lot of that work is being done for you so what you need to do is experience it accept it and that's why it's happening at a much faster rate us uh, because we don't have to do as much work for it and there's more opportunities for us to accept it Because we can just shove it right back down. That's our, we're able to do that. We can do that. But we have more opportunities to say yes. We don't need to say yes every single time and it will still work. And it'll still be beneficial for us. So a lot of these energy fluctuations, feeling uneasy, feeling anxiety. It's all part of the process. And as we are allowing ourselves to become more of the quote unquote 5D, our energy needs to acclimatize. And as we raise to a higher vibration, it can feel a lot like anxiety. It's not anxiety, but the way it feels in our body feels really similar. And therefore we recognize it as anxiety because that's what we associate it with. That's what we know. So we take the... The reference that is the most is the closest thing to what we can label it as. That's what kind of we do as people. And it's not, it's just the higher, faster energy in our body can feel like I'm, I'm nervous, I'm excited, like worried, and just like, ugh. We all know that feeling. And it's our body acclimatizing to it and recognizing that that may not be your anxiety. It may be you adjusting or it could be the energy of the people around you who are adjusting and not being able to recognize it. You're feeling it off of them. That's also another thing that might happen. So again, just recognizing it helps with the symptoms. And you, one thing that I really like when I have energy that is Too much for me, and it's given me anxiety. Like when I was starting mediumship and going into all those types of things, I found that when the energy was too high for me and it was giving me energy sickness and anxiety, visualizing a dial and turning the dial down and having that dial be the energy that I'm experiencing, the symptoms that I'm experiencing, I'm turning it down. We can do that. We have power over our energy. We have power over our symptoms and most of us don't realize that. We let it kind of run free, but we do have control. We do have the power over it. So visualize this dial if you can visualize or say it out loud. You can try whatever comes to mind. Um, I like the dial method or it can be a switch or it can be a sliding scale. And we are turning it down to a more comfortable level. And adjust it to see what it feels like in the moment. And you can always change it. It's not set in stone. And adjust as need be throughout your day, throughout your week. So on and so forth. And so a lot of us are feeling this. I've heard from so many clients. And I feel this myself. That it feels like we're being torn between two worlds. We are feeling really good and then really bad. And like it's the dualities within our life are very striking. It's very you can we really really notice um, how inconsistent a lot of things are, and that is part of this process. And our jobs is to notice, and that's it. We don't need to engage. We don't need to fix. We are experiencing. We are watching, and focusing on your own energy through this because you can't help other people until your energy is stable just again can't fill the world you can't fill someone else's cup with your empty cup same idea once your energy is stable it will spread to other people's and it will go off and do what it does it just multiplies um but that's a big part of it as well so right now yeah this this energy sickness symptoms are wild and all over the place and every day is very different so so different and and i've noticed it's really really connected with the schumann resonance and when it spikes and when it's level i notice huge huge changes in my own energy and those of my family and i will say uh the energy is mostly with my husband and myself. Our kids are, are, are already acclimatized to the high energy. They are super high energy and they don't notice. So, because they're, they're already in it. They're already in it. It's us who have been here and have brought our energy down to live here for so long. That need to acclimatize to being back up. The kids don't notice it nearly as much as we do. But it's still there so being very gracious with them through this process and yourself be so gracious with yourself it's not easy this is so hard and we're doing it congratulations you are here that's fantastic i'm proud of you you should be proud of you too okay so the t- i haven't received exact timeline dates for different events but One thing that I was really concerned about is if if there was an event that I needed to prepare for. As in, is there an event where I I was kind of general because I don't want to know specifics because that kind of makes my anxiety or my worry or my planning go into overdrive. I would rather be general and I find that easier on my energy. I don't want to know exactly, and especially. Since I know it changes, it's it. I cover more bases by being general in some aspects. What I'm asking for myself, so I ask this for myself, but I believe it's for majority of people. And I asked, is there going to be a time, uh, where we we are going to either lose power, or we're going to lose internet, or it's going to be harder to find food? Is there something that is re- Time, a chunk of time, more than just like a day where I need to prepare for. And I was directed towards the, uh, the end of March. And I'm not preparing a ton, but I am getting water. I'm having some bottled water and making sure my, I always have food in my pantry. I grew up on a farm where you're an hour away for groceries. So I am stocked. In that aspect. So I have food in my pantry. And I have things like blankets. Sleeping bags already. And I already have like a camp stove. Things like that. Like I know we'd be able to get by. Maybe not as comfortably as some intense preppers. But I don't want to be an intense prepper. I find that almost more stressful or worrying. And bringing in the energy of fear. For me personally, everyone's different. Some people it gives them safety, and that's better. Um, Go with what you feel. And I don't know how. And I really like every time I look into it, it's in flux. It doesn't feel super set in stone. It feels more set in stone than other things I've looked at. But it's like when and how long and how bad is completely in flux. Like it is moving around all the time. So. I don't want to focus on it to set in the time frame where it takes even longer to, or it lasts longer. Um, I want it to be as gentle and as kind to us as possible, and that's how I'm feeling towards it. I'm not, I'm not over overdoing it. And I, f- I think you could make that decision yourself. What would make you feel better? And, and like I said before in the last episode. Nothing is set in stone when it comes to predictions. And I really see it as being like very fluid. Um, there's high, for my timeline that I'm looking at for my area of the world. I see it as being fairly high possibility. But that's just how I see it. And there, there's gonna be, there's gonna be lots of events coming up that don't involve uh, your survival for, per se, like not about food and shelter and that type of thing, but more of your conscious awareness. Like, I feel like spring, summer, there's going to be a few events that are going to finally make. Some of the people who are questioning or unsure or just ignoring the whole ET uh, extra dimensional being thing. When they've been denying it or ignoring it. It'll be hard to ignore and hard to deny. I feel like there's going to be a few events that make it more mainstream and more uh, more common, more household. And I think that's good. I think I don't know exactly what they'll be that hasn't been given to me. And mostly because I I really, I don't really care. I don't, it doesn't matter to me what exactly they are and what the details are. Um, even if they happen or not, it really doesn't affect my immediate life. Like myself, my husband, we know that we believe, we experience from what we feel that there's aliens. So... It doesn't, if we see something on the news, although we don't watch the news anymore, it's not going to shock us. Um, It's not going to be a big thing. But I think for my family, it will be a huge thing. Like my birth family, my my parents, my brothers. That would be a big shocker. Um, So I think there's a huge wide spectrum. But. I also think that uh, some of the stuff isn't necessarily going to be portrayed in the best way. Uh, Again, the people who are in charge are going to try to use fear to help push people into that place of fear. So I'm telling you now so that you're not fearful. So that you know that a lot... All of this is so our soul can move up, our bodies can become more of our soul incorporated. We can, we can do and be more. We can go further on our path to who we're supposed to be as individuals and as the human race collective. Who we are supposed to we are. I want to say supposed to, but who are, we are meant to become? What we are capable of becoming, and. It's a beautiful capability. It's not a scary capability. It's beautiful. And there are so many. There are, I feel like there are more aliens that are good than bad. But it's just like people, right? It's the bad ones that kind of spoil the bag of apples for the rest. They give all the other apples a bad taste. So keep that in mind. The group that has been kind of. Manipulating us for a long time are they're the bad apple, but they're not all of us, not all of the ETs. They are just yeah, they're the bad apple, and we can throw away the bad apple and save our view of the rest because there's a lot that are really, really amazing, really, really awesome, and they're here to help us. And when we are able vibrationally to be able to communicate with them and to be have a relationship with them without fear, that's when they can really help us. But we need to be able to do that without fear. So it's that fear that's holding us back from expanding into the galactic world, not just our own little earth. So I think the through line through both of these episodes is, releasing fear um, not letting fear overtake you acknowledging it yeah you're scared why are you scared oh and think of all the reasons behind it and then say, try to find a contradictory thing like well no i actually am safe right now i'm i i'm fed i am clothed i am how i have a house or a home i have a place to sleep these are things not to be afraid of these are things that keep me safe Let's focus on the things that are con- uh, fighting against the fear. And after we've acknowledged it, then we can work through it and feel safe. But feeling safe, even when there's fear, that's the, that's the balance. That's what we're working on. Because um, that fear doesn't have to overtake us. We don't have to shove it down. We can exist with it, and it doesn't have to bother us. it's just there. it's just you see, it's being perpetuated around us it's just there, but it doesn't have to be there forever because it's kind of it kind of reminds me of like a little bully when you ignore it yeah it amps up, it gets a little louder, it gets a little scarier, but then it learns that. You're not going to give in and it just stops. It'll eventually stop. It's going to fight tooth and nail, but it will stop. So we have lots of hope with that. And as the year goes on and I notice more things, I will share more. Um, But I feel that like there's so... We are really in an area of flux at this moment. There's a lot of good things happening. But how those good things are happening, it really is up in the air. There's so many different options and I don't see a clear like 90% um, thing to grab at and talk about because it's, it's not tangible yet. But if you have any questions, I would love to hear them and I would love to answer the best to my ability. I hope you have a great week and I will talk to you next time.